Hello, I'm Robert Bateman, and this is the Privacy Corner, where I talk you through my top three picks for privacy news developments every week. And a big thank you to Privado AI, as always, for sponsoring these videos. So this week I've got uh, the EDPB has concluded its coordinated enforcement action looking at data protection officers across the EU member states. Some interesting findings there. Uh, France has fined Yahoo 10 million euros for cookie violations uh, in two respects. Uh, an interesting observation from me uh, on that one as a bonus. And the AEPD, that's the Spanish Data Protection Authority, deviates from the European Data Protection Board's view of cookies and which ones require consent uh, with audience measurement cookie guidance, which we'll take a look at. So before I start, have I mentioned that Privado AI is running a privacy summit uh, which is coming up on the 31st of January and I'll be speaking at that moderating a panel with some excellent privacy pros about privacy as a brand differentiator. There's a ton of great sessions uh, focusing on bridging the gap between uh, the engineering and compliance angles in data protection and privacy uh, which is why it's called the Bridge Summit. So please do check that out. There's more details in the newsletter, which I will link in the comments. So first of all, this coordinated enforcement action from the European Data Protection Board. So this has been going on for ages. They sent out a survey. Well, they came up with a survey together. They have predetermined list of questions, but some Member states seem to have done this slightly differently from others, which has maybe skewed the results uh, a bit. So there is also some, as always with, with the EU, understandably, there's some language confusion, different questions being interpreted differently in different places. But they got 17,490 responses. So that is a lot. Not all organizations, about 15,000 organizations and about 2,500 DPOs responded. And they're looking at how controllers and processes across the EU are doing with these DPO obligations under the GDPR. So not everyone has to appoint a data protection officer, as you might know, particularly if you are one. I'm sure many uh, of my viewers are DPOs, but uh, many do. And the findings are quite negative from the uh, from the EDPB, um, lots of problems really. So we had, uh, well, first some interesting stats. Less than half of the DPO's uh, questions work full time. So 45% and about a third are shared across multiple organizations. Nothing wrong with that in itself, of course. You don't have to have a full-time DPO, even if you have to have one. And you can have fractional DPO. I know many great uh, DPO as a service providers. Um, so that's not a problem in itself, but you have to make sure they've got the resources and the expertise and the time to do their jobs properly. They found that 20% of respondents said that the DPO belonged to the highest level of management, so a CFO or a CEO in some cases. That's potentially a problem because the DPO shouldn't be involved in 
um, sort of high level decision making that might conflict with their duties. So if the company wants to do something that violates the GDPR, shareholders might love it, but the DPO is supposed to be able to say, no, you can't, or I would strongly advise you not to do that uh, because it would break the law. So having a CEO acting as a DPO can be an issue and it seems to be, I wouldn't say widespread, but not uncommon. Uh, so they found that 12 of the respondents uh, did not appoint a DPO, even when they should have done. Now, 12 out of over 17,000 is not a lot. That is a very small number. But bear in mind, these people are confessing their violation directly to their regulators. So uh, perhaps if they'd had more respondents, a higher number might have uh, confessed to this uh, flagrant violation of the GDPR. Uh, many highlighted a lack of resources. I'm sure uh, if you're a DPO, this will not be surprising for you. And there was a lack of deputy DPOs around. So not, not many of them, even when that might be helpful for the organization in question. Uh, some DPOs are getting enough training. The EDPB seems to feel that not a lot of them are. So some uh, strong majority receive 24 hours or less of training per year, with around 4.3% receiving none. But there were some positives. So DPOs are generally very experienced and experts in their in their area of expertise and they also are becoming professionalized the edpb says we're seeing dpo emerging as a respected professionalized uh, role so this is a good thing and they might follow on with some enforcement actions new guidelines and recommendations uh, I hope none of these survey responders will be enforced against based on their answers. Uh, I didn't see anything precluding that possibility, but um, there we go. So if you don't have a DPO and you should, good time to appoint one. If your DPO is really struggling, good time to give them some more resources to do their job properly. Next up, the CNIL. I say CNIL, other people say CNIL. Uh, I'm sticking with CNIL. Uh, they find Yahoo 10 million euros. Yahoo is uh, always branded with an exclamation mark after its name, which makes it very hard to say it without sounding slightly excited. I was quite excited to find that the company still exists. Perhaps I'm being too harsh. Apparently they have several hundred million uh, Yahoo mail users. So the problem here, and the email is very tough on cookies because their e-privacy a directive is uh, integrated into their Data Protection Act and they can issue high fines under it. So there are two problems, uh, one with the website yahoo.com and one with Yahoo Mail. Uh, so on the website they were setting cookies even before they had received consent from the user. About 20 advertising cookies deposited before the user had accepted consent. And on the Yahoo Mail service, users uh, who wanted to withdraw consent were told, OK, that's fine, but you have to close down your account. Now, the CNIL says that it's OK to tie non-essential cookies to the use of a service, but Yahoo Mail did not provide an alternative to, you know, if, if to, to consenting to cookies. 
interesting that they say this because of course Meta is in hot water over its consent or pay uh, saga and they do provide an alternative. You can close your account or you can pay a fee if you want to withdraw consent. Would that alternative be acceptable to the CNL? That's an interesting question. We probably will find out because it's likely to go to the one-stop shop binding decision process at some point. But it's interesting that they've put that in there. I find that maybe they are hedging against some future uh, statement made in uh, a binding decision. Who knows? We will see. Finally, the AEPD, this is the Spanish Data Protection Authority, has issued some guidance on audience measurement cookies, so a type of analytics cookies, and they say that you don't always need consent for these types of cookies. Now, this is not necessarily surprising because other regulators have said similar things in the past, the CNO, I think, and the European Data Protection a supervisor who looks after the institutions but this is not the consensus of the EDPB that we have from their cookie consent guidance from well, a long time ago like 10 years ago they are very strict and they say that you basically always need consent for analytics of any kind so th this is pretty good guidance this is a translation it's only available in Spanish um, there's a link to the Spanish version if you're going to translate I recommend DPL not sponsored by them but it's very good uh, so they set out the uh, the conditions under which you can benefit from this consent exemption um, some general no-nos no aggregate tracking no cross-site tracking use different identifiers on different sites to make sure you're not linking up people's web browsing activity uh, so four steps here for audience measurement cookies tell people limit the duration of the cookies they say 13 months limit the retention of the data derived from the cookies they say 25 months for that and review those periods um, periodically to make sure you're not keeping information for longer than strictly necessary if you are a cookie service provider serving multiple publishers there needs to be very clear silos between them so don't use the same uh, data for each publisher and make sure everything is independent you can use a cookie service provider to do this the sharing of data per se is not uh, forbidden you need an article 28 agreement a data processing agreement with well they set out these obligations here don't reuse the data restrict the processing to those purposes above I mean that that's all standard for a DPA anyway and also you need to assess whether the provider can actually do this and document that assessment so it's interesting that the AEPD says you can only use this exemption for anonymous data but then they say you need a data processing agreement in place which is for personal data but uh, there we are maybe i'm overthinking it so that's all from me this week hope to see you at the bridge summit on the 31st of january and before then yep i will see you next week